0: All right, we are on the air for yet another episode of the TWL podcast, the Today Well Lived podcast. This is episode 29, almost at 30. We are getting old.
1: Yeah, we're getting real old. Yeah. We're 29 years old, (laughs) man. 20 weeks years old.
0: What's going on, everyone? Uh, My name is Wes Martinez, one of your co-hosts. And alongside I have The other co-host Drew Garcia Making it happen (laughs) (laughs) Sporting his LA Dodgers hat Love it As always Yeah Um,
1: By the way It's the kingdom now
0: the kingdom oh shit, the kingdom yeah. of l.a
1: now <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah now we got the lakers with lebron james lebron james lebron james lebron bron, bron. <laughs> bron, bron. Uh, i've been
1: i've been annoying the hell out of my family because uh i've got a couple of haters Laker haters on uh, in the crew and uh, I've been. Did I've, you say Laker haters? Laker haters. Oh, yes, yeah. Laker haters. You know, the, all, all worldwide. Yeah. Laker haters. But I, we got some right here, uh, local loca, local Laker haters yeah. as well. <laughs> and I, <laughs> um, I've I've expressed my views on LeBron James. I say, hey, you know, I I said, you know, now now <laughs> these people are rewriting history because they said, oh, you didn't want LeBron James, and I said, nope. <laughs> oh, sorry. I said I didn't want him. On, on certain conditions right yeah and those conditions were met he signed a three-year con three uh four year with the three-year guarantee contract Yeah. uh what i didn't want was him to come here play one year and then like destroy our future for another five six years right. right but he actually gave us you know it's actually been quite quite um quite different in his approach right so yeah all week i've been like oh like uh the other day i i I literally threw something at uh, uh, my cousin and and he caught like his hand was like this and he caught it. Right. Oh, shit. But he wasn't like he's like, hey, pass that. And he didn't expect me to like actually like it landed in his hand. And I was like, oh, just like LeBron. (laughs) Right. So all week I've been doing that. And he's like he he hates it so much. Right. So he's been trying. Now he's a now he's a, a Celtic fan. Oh, All of a God. sudden, because he wants to, They're you know, right he worried. wants to get at my at my uh, at my side of it, yeah. right? You know, a yeah. dig at me, but I know it's not real. <laughs> and I said, and so I, he's a Miami Dolphin fan, which, by the way, wow. terrible, terrible decision. Wow. Yeah, and <laughs> I said, you're telling me that if Tom Brady showed up at your front doorstep, that you wouldn't be a Tom Brady fan, and he swears up and down that he would not and I say hey if that's you- bullshit bullshit yeah. exactly
0: yeah. so there yeah dude <laughs> well fuck LA is gonna have some kick ass teams I mean the Kings were pretty good this year yeah. they'll probably continue to be pretty good the Dodgers are picking up their slack they're yeah. in second place now but they're, they're looking pretty good looking pretty damn good the Lakers are I genuinely like legitimately don't know if they'll win the championship
1: but, but they're gonna be a much they're, they're gonna, gonna be a in contender. the hunt and they're gonna be yeah. interesting
0: exactly and that'll be great for the city because people will get excited about basketball Mm -hmm. again LAFC which is a new soccer club that we have here in LA is in second place in their division yeah um and then you have the Rams that picked up i think a couple like players two or three like yeah.
1: really ridiculous like uh player like a and Sue is going to be on yeah. in next to that other, that <laughs> other maniac yeah. on the line and they were <laughs> already
0: play, a playoff team yeah. so i mean i don't know if they'll win the the super bowl but yeah. they'll they'll be up there so so
1: la is extremely relevant into the sports world again which yeah. is really nice because uh i i feel like well it's just good for me because it's good good to hear about it but um, it's good for every other franchise, right? When yeah. when our teams are good, it means the rest of the rest of the league has to, you know, they yeah. have they have to fall in line as well. I don't know how that works, but it just it just does. Yeah, right? it makes for everything sure. better.
0: Yeah, I think it'll be it'll be exciting, man. It'll be really cool to see those teams uh mm-hmm. it'll be exciting. I I traditionally was like a LeBron hater just because I hate seeing someone so talented be so good and dominate. (laughs) You know what I mean? (laughs) Like, like I like. How dare you be successful? (laughs) I just like competition. You know what I mean? And even to be fair, like I was like a big Warrior fan because of LeBron. Because I was like, great, finally a team that can fucking go up against LeBron and kick their ass. But even now with the Warriors, I'm even starting to be like. They're too good. Like, yeah, and
1: they went and signed Biggie Cousins, right? <laughs> yeah. like, she's got like a big question mark because he had yeah. a he uh, he had the same injury Kobe had, and so yeah. you don't know, you never know how a player is going to come back from that yeah, kind of injury. Exactly. And so they he's either going to be he's either going to be terrible and it won't matter, yeah, right? Because they're still they're still they're still stacked. They're still stacked, or he's going to be even if he's mediocre, yeah, good. It's going to make them that much better, right? Like that guy on a bet, like if that, that guy at 50% is better than, you know, two thirds of the league in that same position.
0: Yeah, for sure. So, and so that's why now I'm like, you know, and and I'm not ashamed of saying like, I'm a bandwagon guy because it's not important enough for me. I'm not like a. Like a you know diehard Laker fan or Warriors or Suns like <coughs> basketball <So>. to me <laughs> <Sorry>. <laughs> basketball to me is fun like it, it really is and it's, it's just fun seeing a team like the Warriors go out there and fucking like play fast and uh, the Suns were like that too when they had uh what's his name uh, D'Antoni. and well
1: yeah. Tony was your coach D'Antoni Steve was Nash coach. was was your Steve point Nash there? and then uh, even Andre Bosa
0: but yeah. even prior to that they had what's his name fuck I can't th- he's the, he's a coach now too oh, god
1: dang it I don't know but
0: he was uh, with the Sacramento Kings for a little bit um, oh anyway.
1: yeah I, I think I know what you're talking yeah. about but I can't think of his yeah. name either yeah
0: Um. so anyway so that's when the Suns were good too they were playing fast they didn't have like a lot of power but they had like people like Steve Nash, like good players that way. So, and right. that's the Warriors. So now with the Lakers, man, they're, they're, they're going to have LeBron, which like, now I got to learn to like the guy, but it's gonna <laughs> not be, like it it's, matters. It's going
1: to be real easy. Wes, yeah. <laughs> it's going to be a lot of winning. <laughs> exactly.
0: exactly. And it sounds like, you know, and this is all speculation. I know this is not a sports podcast necessarily, but like, I just want to talk about this a little bit, but it sounds like he's settling in for his retirement. Like, I'm sure he's still going to play hard. He's, he's a competitor. He's not going to like phone it in but i think it'll be interesting to see how he plays uh how he tries to make other people better cuz like you yeah. know before it was more about him and like him carrying the team on his back whereas now he's it seems like he's trying to get uh become well, more well-rounded you know like the entire yeah. team
1: you know i've i've been a i've been a years I, I would be i would be disingenuous if i told you that i have not that i've only ever spoken Nice things about LeBron James, <laughs> uh, and that's gonna be a little bit of a transition yeah. because um, he, um, the big slight on him is that he is, and it's kind of counterintuitive that he's unselfish, right? So he yeah. he looks to pass sometimes before he actually takes a shot, yeah. And so he's been criticized as not being, uh, you know, um, a killer, right. uh, not being not having that killer instinct is what I'm trying to yeah. say, especially in the end of games. He's a different animal. He's yeah. a different animal than uh, th- Jordan and Michael, right? Those two guys are kind of like on the they're like right. cookie cutter. Kobe, for all intents and purposes, and admittedly so, he he's he prototyped his game on Jordan, Jordan yeah. right? Not just I mean, you, there's so many videos on YouTube where they can put they put side to side those two players, and like yeah. he's straight up copying. He's like the best copy of Jordan, I yeah. think, ever. LeBron is a completely different body type. Yeah, he's bigger than sure. those two guys are. The skill set is his skill set is incredible. Yeah. It hurts me to say that he's probably the best player ever. But is he the greatest of all time? Fuck no, he's not the greatest <laughs> of all time, right? I'm willing to set Kobe aside to say, hey, he's gotta you know, he's still gotta go yeah. with Jordan. But it's gonna be interesting to see him as a Laker. I said it before, I'll say it again. He's gotta win three championships here <laughs> to get a statue.
0: <laughs> I doubt it'll happen this year, but
1: no, it, it probably won't. But I think they're going to make things interesting because yeah. um, uh, he's he he did everything everything that I was afraid he would do. He hasn't done right. Yeah. He hasn't been helpful with other teams recruiting in the in the in the summer. Mm-hmm. He's forced teams to make bad decisions because they're afraid of him leaving. Yeah, right. He's basically told the Lakers, hey, I'm this is a long term play. Don't make a, a, a messy move yeah. because you are afraid I'm gonna leave if you do, right? So right now the Lakers get to play a really good hand of poker. Oh, for sure. Right. Because they like for example, they wanna they wanna get Kawhi Leonard. Yeah. The Spurs are basically saying, Hey, give us all of these assets. Yeah. Pretty much the, give us the store, and we'll give you this one player, who by the way got injured last year yeah. and we don't know what he's gonna be like. Yeah. Or we can just wait till the summer, and we can sign him as a free agent. Yeah, exactly. And so I think that's what they're basically saying. Like, look, we'll give you a player to get him now. Mm-hmm. Maybe the player in a pick, uh, okay. or we'll just wait. So like yeah. the, the Godfather offer is like, I'm offering you nothing. Yeah, is my offer is <laughs> exactly. nothing, zero, zilch. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> so. so yeah,
0: man, that's that. That'll be interesting. Although I heard Leonard. Uh, has backed out now from like Uh, wanting to join the Lakers because of LeBron.
1: I think that's speculation that he's doing that to put a little pressure on the Lakers to to deal for him now versus Mm. waiting for the summer because he wants out. Yeah. Yeah, That guy wants out. He's going to get sent off to somewhere. Uh, Who knows? Who knows? where? Yeah.
0: Well, I've heard that he definitely wants out of San Antonio, but I've also heard he's very, very, very introverted and that's why he doesn't really want to play with LeBron because it's, I guess they're good friends, but his whole thing is like, it's a big market mm-hmm. LeBron that means a lot of media attention and uh, that's something that he probably doesn't want
1: it'd be something unique because when even when they won championships in the in San Antonio San Antonio is a tiny city yeah it's, exactly. like, it's like a big suburb right yeah and yeah. Uh, you know they're you know they, he was playing second second maybe third fiddle to a guy in Tim Duncan who was also quiet and reserved yeah you know the spotlight's going to be on LeBron if he wants to hide in the shadows he probably can yeah. unless he's not playing yeah. To performance and then the spotlight's going to be right on him, So yeah. it, it's not easy coming here. So,
0: yeah, man. Well, it'll be interesting anyway. Yeah. I don't want to dive too much more into that, but <laughs> yeah. it'll be, it'll be fun, man. It'll be fun to, I'll be the first to say like, yeah, I used to hate LeBron, but it was because he was so good. And, and <laughs> that's why I really rooted for the Warriors because I'm not a big Warriors fan, but I was like, oh, finally somebody who can stand up to LeBron. But now, now the Warriors are too damn good. And I'm like. I don't like that either now. So now I kind of like LeBron and hoping that he'll fucking light it up over mm-hmm. here.
1: Yeah. I, I I I could say, too, my last piece on this is that um, I didn't like LeBron primarily because he wasn't a Laker. And now he's going <laughs> to fix that. So I reconsidered my position. <laughs> <laughs> we
0: all change our minds. Yeah. Uh, hey.
1: <laughs> yeah. And the other thing, too, like this way, I don't get right people. I, I get this. I saw this on a YouTube video, like just this final is like why does uh. Uh, and this is probably completely not related I just need to say it yeah. <laughs> it's like I've heard in multiple times this week is that you know people consider um, New York as the the sports capital of the world they're the they're considered the best sports place in the country and I'm thinking oh wow why yeah. I'll give you the Yankees hey yeah
2: hey yeah
1: exactly <laughs> the Yankees yeah. hey i I all root for them yeah. at this point but you're Football teams horrible are terrible. Basketball your basketball. The Knicks haven't won since Phil Jackson was on the squad, and <laughs> yeah. and he was bad. Yeah. I mean, yeah. he he got a ring, but come on. Yeah, you're gonna you're gonna tell me that the Knicks fans have a better. <laughs> how how are they worth more? Just because they're in New York? Yeah, I get the the property value is worth more, but uh, knock it off, man. Yeah, look at, Sarah, look at how great it is to live in L.A. right now. I know the Dodgers, <laughs> the Lakers, the Rams are they're all like. <laughs> The potential is there. Yeah. Um uh, and to my my poor Clipper fan family. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I know it's you, really hard. You get to continue it's living really in the hard. shadows. It's really hard being a Clipper fan so I I, I admire your yeah. your 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 resilience. <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh man, well shit. Um There's well, still cool. room for the you on the bang. <laughs> well cool man. So uh so I guess we should address the fact that um we, uh, we, we didn't, uh...
1: Record last week.
0: Last week. Sorry, guys. Yeah. Uh, Wes was
1: really selfish.
0: Yeah, I was a selfish, uh... Turd. Turd. <laughs> <laughs> I, uh, I went to Mexico on vacation for, uh, July 5th through the 10th, which included the weekend, so it was like a Thursday through Tuesday or something. Tell me the
1: truth, you got deported.
2: <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, I did get deported, but I did that on purpose. I do have my papers, but I wanted a free trip, so... That's, uh, that's how I did it. <laughs> <laughs> he called a himself? Yeah, yeah, I was like... <laughs> um, but, uh, but yeah, so I went to Mexico and I was there on vacation. And so, yeah, we talked about it off air, about taking just a little break even from like recording or if you wanted to record something yourself. Yeah,
1: whatever, I was going to uh, try to record on my own and just uh, put together something. And I, I meant to ask a couple people and by the time I, it, I actually got around to doing it, it was just a little too late and it was going to be... Yeah. I'd, I, yeah, I would rather just skip a week than rather it be kind of an awkward episode and, yeah. then, <laughs> yeah. and then Wes being like shaking his, shaking his <laughs> stupid head at me. <laughs> like, why'd you do that? Like, why'd you go to Mexico?
0: <laughs> um, but yeah, but so I did that and then immediately after that trip, uh, so it was Tuesday the 10th, I got in on the 10th and then on the 11th, first thing in the morning, I flew to San Francisco for work, which was a Wednesday came back friday night around 10 o'clock at night and so it's uh it's been essentially like nine to ten days of not even being home so yeah kicked my ass and it was uh uh mexico was fun man it was yeah tell us about so it was so i went to go entenada which is uh it's a beach town arrested (laughs) no it was a beach town south of tijuana um which is a border town what's it Um, called entenada Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and so uh yeah, it's a it's a small town. I mean maybe fifty thousand people if I had to guess. Maybe one hundred thousand, but uh yeah, it's a small town. We rented a, a beach home like right on the water, uh and it was super cheap, man. It was like eight hundred bucks for five nights. Oh. Yeah. How many people? Three. Three. Yeah. Huh? Oh, Nice. nice. Supposed nice. to be four. Ended up being three. But. Oh, yeah. Yeah.
1: let me check my. Let me check, oh, man, there's <laughs> no calls, huh? Gee, man, my phone must be broken. <laughs> <laughs>
0: well, we wanted to. We wanted to come back, and we knew you wouldn't be able to. So.
1: <laughs> I definitely would got arrested. <laughs>
0: No, but uh, we mm-hmm. we didn't do a ton, man. Like uh, we did we did a lot of day drinking and a lot of eating, like shit, and a lot of grilling mm-hmm. and eating tacos and that sort of stuff. We actually didn't go out at night, like we didn't, you know, because honestly, it was, so, it was such a beautiful home and it was right on the beach. So I like hung out on the beach most of the time. Uh, also in our little porch patio area, and and it was a lot of hanging out. It was exhausting to a degree because I don't know. I don't know what you're like but I get homesick pretty quick. Like I think for me uh home is like for me it's it's really important to spend time at home. I've I'm, I'm traditionally like just I moved out of my house when I was uh, 18 years old and I moved into my own apartment from the get-go. I had to get a roommate later <laughs> cuz I realized it was expensive, but for the most part I'm a pretty independent person. Um And I require a lot of time to myself for me to, like, just really, like, just kind of collect myself and to, like, uh, I don't know, just like a form of meditation, if you will, where, like, I like to spend time by myself. and Sanctuary. Yeah, I'm okay with that. You know what I mean? So I like my things the way they are and that sort of thing. So after a while, I I did get home sick. I was just like, fuck, like, I kind of wish I could just sleep in my own bed. I didn't sleep that well for several reasons, one of them being that I was in, in my own home, um, so I was sleeping in, in a different bed. Secondly, I drank every day, and that kind of, like, fucks with... I mean, it, it, generally, it fucks with everyone's sleep patterns, um, but, yeah, it just kind of fucked with my sleep pattern, uh, so I wasn't sleeping very well, and uh, and so that caused me to take afternoon naps, which, yeah, I fucked with my... With my, uh, with me going to sleep, like, at a certain time. Anyway, uh, it was great in that Mexico was super relaxing I didn't have to do shit. Like, I didn't turn on my work phone for anything, like, at all. I was like, fuck it. And my boss was like, yeah, don't worry about it. He was like, turn off your phone. We got it under control no matter what. Like, like, unless it's something absolutely crazy, I'll call you to your uh, personal phone, so... Mm -hmm. Yeah, so I, luckily I didn't get a call. So it was super chill, man. It was really cool. Um, but I will say as far as like the way I treated my body, I ate like shit. Like by no means was I trying to diet. <laughs> like I, I ate like shit for breakfast, lunch, and dinner. And I drank a lot. Not like, not a lot in that like I blacked out. But I did a lot of day drinking. So like drank from like 10 a.m. to like 7 o'clock. And it wasn't active, like, let me drink to get fucked up. It would be like, two or three beers here, then take a nap, wake up, have another beer, have a cocktail. And so, yeah, it was uh, it was pretty bad. And then I came back uh, Tuesday, spent the night here in L.A. Excuse me, Wednesday morning, flew up to San Francisco for mid-year meetings. And, of course, being that it's a beer business, you know, uh, Wednesday we went drinking with my bosses and just had, you know, like, a almost an offsite type meeting, just kind of to like chat, chat a bar, uh, mid-year meeting Thursday morning, the rest of my team came up to San Francisco, the people that I manage. Um, and so obviously when you have them up there, you have to entertain. And so we went out Thursday. Uh, I didn't go as hard. I think I was already exhausted, but, uh, but they went pretty hard. And so I, I just kind of stayed out to like show solidarity (laughs) i was like okay but at that point i was kind of checked out in the sense that i was just tired dude i was just like fuck i just want to go home so friday you know we had our meeting our company-wide meeting or sales meeting and uh, after that we did a barbecue at the brewery and that was fun i also i drank about four or five beers there and then came home and yeah man so that was two days ago and so i drank every day for like the last 10 days
1: I'm exhausted just listening to you the last two weeks. I mean, seriously, man. Like, holy crap. Even your vacation sounds tiring.
0: Yeah, it was uh it was uh it was interesting until so the last two days I've been catching up on just like resting and just not doing anything, man. So like yesterday I had to do a tiny bit of work. I had to go drop off some stuff at an account, but uh but yeah, I did fucking nothing yesterday, like nothing. <laughs> and then slept. Oh, just watched YouTube videos last night, the way up until like one a.m. Wait, <laughs> how
1: many? How, how many? How many clicks before you got to uh, to like disgusting? <laughs> you know, disgusting, first, terrible things.
0: First click. <laughs> you go right to it. <laughs> yeah, all. I'm like, fuck it. Let's right, cut so. to the chase. <laughs>
1: I've got to I've got to interject here because years ago when we worked for Coors, right? Yeah, we used to have like this group chat, right? And this is actually pretty early on when if you think about it, group chats were something kind of new. Yeah. In like 07, 08 time. And um, we, of course, put that amazing technology to work by having this group text between like our boss, you, our buddy Pablo and a couple other guys. And it quickly turned into like who can who can dig up the nastiest, disgusting pictures on the internet, right? And this game formed out of nowhere. And it really wasn't a game, but it became a game. And Wes was the king, man. Wes was the damn king. Wes was the LeBron James of disgusting picture game. Because I used to like, I was like, how do you even find this? How, what, what would you Google? To, and and you gotta... We were sitting in San Diego in a huge like conference room. We were meeting the CEO of the company and me... And our, our boss and the other guy are getting text messages of the most vile crap I've ever seen. And you can just see, I would love to have had a camera on us to just catch our reactions. And, and I'm telling you, it wasn't like uh, the rest of us were producing like stuff right. that wasn't disgusting. But Wes, I'm like, Wes, are you like, is this from your phone? Like, are these things that you, like, they're not on the internet because you're actually creating
0: these oh man i remember getting a kick out of doing that like (laughs)
1: imagine the five like the five most like guys that are like Uh, not (laughs) disgusted by stuff being like oh my god holy (laughs) crap like it's just disgusting stuff
0: oh man well the secret to that was that i was like in maybe six to eight group threads that only did that
1: so you were playing that game on like
0: (laughs) (laughs) so i would take the best of the best and then just send it to you Uh, guys
1: (laughs) it was so terrible there are things that i cannot unsee now
0: (laughs) oh man yeah that was fun that was good
1: that's interesting man um so mexico i i is that is it Puerto Nuevo that's just down a little bit farther, and that's where like they have all the the lobster and stuff?
0: I think so. Yeah.
1: Yeah, I, I I've been down there uh, one time before, uh, in Puerto Nuevo. I've never been to Ensenada, to be honest. Just dr- driven through it. Yeah. Um, and uh, Puerto Nuevo is amazing, but uh probably one of the worst experiences I've ever had. Uh, going, oh really? Going anywhere? Um, I went there down down there with a buddy of mine and his wife and. And uh, her family and her her uh, brother, um, we, dro- we dropped him off before. Her, her family used to live down there, her her grandmother's family. Yeah. And her brother is a little bit kind of, you know, one of these guys who's probably very smart, but also can't get keep himself out of trouble. Mm. So as soon as we pull in, he wanted to go to the bars, right? So I think it's the Senior Frogs down there or something like that. Yeah. So we drop him off and we go to the grandmother's house and we're, we're settling in. We're about to have dinner. Yeah. Maybe we're in the middle of dinner and we get the call. This guy had been in a bar, got into a conversation, the police show up and he hits a police officer. What? Right in the mouth. This is what he said. So then he takes off. Now we're now we're like freaking out, right? So we spend the entire night looking for him. Holy right? shit. Right? So we spent we were only going to be there that night, right? Fuck. We spent the entire night looking for this knucklehead. And then he came out, eventually we find him we at this at one point we're just looking at the hospital, we're looking in the police department to see where they you know, yeah. If you've ever been in Mexico, you don't mess with the police. Right. Straight up because yeah. if you think I mean,
0: I think that goes forever in Mexico they they will take you to the alley and fuck you up before They'll just they disappear you, to, you. Yeah.
1: Right. That and that's why I say, you know, people here that you know people here complain about the police, the police are corrupt and they have a they have a point. Sure. But a little bit different. That's why <laughs> That's why it's my theory is that you never see Mexicans popping off to the cops because yeah. they know way worse, right? Yeah. They're afraid of the cops because cops, you know, nobody, no, right. nobody's going to play a violin for you. No, you'll disappear. He's dead. Yeah. And it's your fault. Yeah. It's your fault for yeah. why'd you mess with them, yeah, right? It's exactly. like poking the bear, right? Yeah. You're like, exactly. Yeah. The bear is an asshole. <laughs> yeah. He is an asshole, but he's a bear. Yeah, exactly. Right? Don't go yeah. poking the bear, right? So anyways, I digress. But... um that's great man I'm, I'm glad you got time off i'm glad, glad that you were able to turn your phone off and it's really important when you're especially if you're working a really stressful job and i know it can be very stressful for you yeah um and uh what did i <laughs> i i was a dick to you i think was it the wednesday or thursday you were complaining about being in san francisco and having the drink and this and that yeah. i'm like boo hoo <laughs> i have a good job and i yeah. get to fly to san francisco a city <laughs> i love and i get beer free beers <laughs> yeah. and free food and
0: Give me one
1: sec. I forgot I left this. So, Wes is now closing because uh, this window, I'm describing Wes, yeah, um, because he lives in an apartment complex and somebody's alarm, car alarm is going off like crazy. We're good. All right. And we're back. So, uh, what was that, Wes?
0: It was uh, uh, just somebody breaking into someone's car.
1: Yeah. Forget calling the cops, right? Yeah.
0: <laughs> no, it was just uh, I left the window open um, because it's hot, mm-hmm. and I forgot to close it before we start recording. So
1: terrible, man. Yeah,
0: but you were saying.
1: Um, I don't remember exactly what I was saying, but I think I was just making fun of you. Uh, cause yeah, you that's were, exactly because you were whining about your, your job. <laughs>
2: <laughs> um,
0: yeah, man, but uh, but it was good. I I really enjoyed my my time down there. It was just. Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah, I think, I think maybe it would have been, like, a good three-day week, three-day trip. Yeah.
1: yeah, so to answer your earlier question, um, yeah, I tend to have that same, f- that feeling where I can only be away for so long. Yeah. Although, I tend to do well on trips by myself. So, like, when, when I need to travel for work, mm-hmm. uh, my last job, uh, I had to do a ton of, like, road traveling. Yeah. Like, from city to city here in California. Mm-hmm. And I love being on the road because I can get that same feeling. Like I just need to be. I just right. need to have a place to my own. Yes, exactly. Right. So if I'm in a hotel by myself for a few hours, then I'm fine. And and it's funny that you brought that up because, I want to say circa in like 2009, 10, 11. I used to get extreme. I don't think there were anxiety attacks, but I would have yeah. anxiety sometimes about being in a group. Right. So we could be having a. Let's say you had. I don't know, like half a dozen people to a dozen people here for yeah. whatever, right? Mm-hmm. We're having dinner and we, be, you know, be chatting. This, I, I don't, I don't think I'm the life of a party, but I, you know, I'm very sociable. Yeah. But somewhere in the somewhere along the night, and it wouldn't happen every time, but sometimes I would be sitting there and suddenly feel like this overwhelming need to leave. Oh wow. Yeah, like I need to leave right now. I'm overwhelmed by the amount of people that are here, and I need to just escape and what i figured out after a while was i just needed to get away from them for like 20 minutes so sometimes Uh, i would just disappear yeah like if i was at a party you would just not see me (laughs) oh wow i'd go to my car do something and i would just chill and it wasn't like i was like calming myself down it was just like i just need some i just need to like a little bit of quiet yeah and then i'd come back and it was like nothing and i would do this all the time and like once i figured that out I don't, I never n- figured out what was triggering it or why I was having, there was probably some bigger issue. Right? Sure. It's not like I, I, I didn't go to a therapist or anything, uh-huh. you know, why spend money on that. It's a total waste. <laughs> when you
0: can just spend it on booze. When I can just drink more and <laughs> pretend like I don't have a problem. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> <laughs>
1: um, but I just figured out, and it's funny because only a couple people knew with like uh, uh, my buddy, Lisa, because it would happen. Uh, it happened a few times at his place. He's, and I would be like, I just got to go. Right. Yeah. And he, he asked me what's up and goes, I go I, I don't know I just feel like I just all of a sudden Felt like I just need to Get away from you <laughs> Oh wow <laughs> Right from you people Yeah 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 for You sure. people <laughs> And uh, and then I would go away And then he just knew Like you know After a while It was just like Okay he's gonna go and Be by himself Stand in a corner somewhere be, Yeah f- Be a creep And then uh, he'll be back Right so um, But yeah I totally get that But I But I understand what you're saying Especially when like um, You're in Like it's one thing When you're You're traveling on your own Mm-hmm. and you get to call the shots but when like for example let's say you're staying at somebody's house yeah right where you don't get to control the schedule exactly you feel like you're in their space yeah. it's not really your space you can't right. really get comfortable mm-hmm. it's great but it's not as good yeah right exactly. so I can completely see how how you could get yeah um,
0: yeah for sure so it was yeah it was definitely it was definitely a lot of that so I think yeah, because even in this uh, vacation, I was with people, so it wasn't like,
2: mm-hmm.
0: you know, like I could just chill by myself, you know? I guess I did do that when I went to the beach. Yeah. I'd go to the beach, and I'd go on a walk by myself, um, but for the most part, I was always surrounded ab- around someone I knew, Yeah, and even in San Francisco, it was even worse. It was like first thing in the morning to nine, ten o'clock at night.
1: Yeah, you know, and I think and I've I've got this theory and I've heard people talk about this before is that when you go to some place new, right? And you mm-hmm. you can probably relate to this because you moved from Phoenix to here and then you, you've lived in Atlanta and different yeah. parts of the country. You get to create a new version of yourself because everybody there doesn't know you. Yeah. Right? So you get to You know like let's say here you're known as you know uh you know um a racist fat turd (laughs) right nobody in atlanta knows that you're a racist fat turd until you know they get to know you of course but you could say hey i'm not going to be i'm not going to be a turd anymore yeah but i'll still be racist and fat but you know you can (laughs) you can create like this new persona and i i experienced it too when i when i moved to school to to berkeley and then when i was back there for work um you get to create almost a different version of yourself, right? Right. But when you have people along, whether it be family or friends, mm-hmm. you're kind of stuck in that paradigm in this new place. Right. So it's a little bit like you—you you almost want to do that. You yeah, may not that makes be doing sense. it consciously, right? Yeah. So when you get away, like so, for example, you can pretend you can do whatever you want, right? I know that sounds yeah. weird, but it really, it really is liberating yeah. to, to have that experience, right? So, right. Um. Anyhow, it, it's interesting to see how how uh, when if you when you. You add the the element of being alone somewhere. Yeah. You get to play. It's almost like you get to try out a, yeah. per, a new personality.
0: Yeah, and, you know, now that you mentioned that, I think that's part of the reason why I didn't do well in Atlanta. Um, beautiful city, great people. Uh, it's like a progressive city considering that it's in the mm-hmm. south. You know what I mean? Like uh, a, lot, a lot more fun than Phoenix, I'll tell you that much. But... I think I didn't do well there because I just didn't fit in. Um, And I'm sure if I stayed long enough, I would have found people that, you know, I identified with a lot more. But um, but Atlanta is very much a a literally like black and white city.
1: I was just going to say it's because you don't like black people. (laughs) (laughs) you've told me this several times dude you're gonna people are
0: gonna actually think that i'm racist you just said i'm racist twice and now you're saying that i don't like that well you know that's kind of what i was getting (laughs) um but i'm kidding
1: he's not racist (laughs) wink wink
0: but uh but yeah i mean well even i mean quite honestly even so like the 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 white people are white as fuck in Georgia, mm-hmm. like white, like even the people in Phoenix that I've met weren't that white. You know what I mean? In the really? sense of well, like just like uh, it's
1: kind of weird because people in Phoenix are super white,
0: <laughs> <laughs> but they're they mesh more because there's more. Let the, I mean there's Phoenix. Uh, a third of the population is Latino. So uh, you you know, so you're gonna get that. There's so you have, black people. Yeah. You have more of a rainbow.
1: Yeah, exactly. <laughs> there's a lot more gray area. Exactly. Brown pe- area. Yeah, and people
0: <laughs> tend to travel to like, for example, in Phoenix they'll tend uh-huh. to travel to LA, which is very diverse, you know, sure. so that sort of thing. Whereas like in Georgia, people black travel to fucking Jacksonville where it's like super white. They travel to Charleston which is super white. So like they don't really mix. You know, they mm-hmm. they, they so there's like a lot of uh what's it called uh uh jesus i just lost the word i just had a word people don't mix like it's a white neighborhood or a black neighborhood oh. you know um God, I have the word right here. I uh, can't think of it, but segregation. Segreg-
1: self-segregation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah.
0: yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah, it's not government enforced. You but, must yeah. only stay. So, yeah. what would
1: people think of you when you're brown? Like, would they look at you like, well.
0: Yeah, it was weird because, like, so, like.
1: Did you feel like the last kid being picked for a team?
0: <laughs> well, the African-American uh, community was a lot more welcoming of me, but mm-hmm. I still didn't fit into that because I was very hip-hop-heavy. Uh, I mean, hip-hop is a huge thing in, mm-hmm. in Atlanta, um, and it was just... You don't say. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, and even the black people in Phoenix uh, are a little bit more, like, they. Uh, so in Atlanta, it's like, black people, that's it. Like, they just hang out in south southwest Atlanta or wherever, you know, mm-hmm. and then they have bomb-ass fucking soul food. They have, like, amazing food but you don't see a lot of Mexicans in that area. Whereas in Phoenix, yeah, they mix, you know what I mean? And, and so like, I think that's why I didn't fit in well over there. Cause I wasn't, I wasn't like, uh, cultured enough to be in the black community. And clearly I'm not, <laughs> I'm not like white or like cultured. I don't even want to say cultured. Cause I, I don't mean in a disrespectful way. I'm not saying that white people aren't cultured, but it was just like a culture. That I just didn't, Identify with at all, you know Mm -hmm. what I mean. So I think that's why I didn't do too well, you know what I mean, because there wasn't a lot of Latinos, and the ones that were there were primarily migrating from Florida, and those tend to be Caribbean Latinos, Mm -hmm. you know, like Cubans, Puerto Ricans, Colombians, that sort of thing. So I, I guess I just never found my my place in in Atlanta, and and so I. But honestly, I I don't have anything bad to say about Atlanta. It's a beautiful city. Just
1: the people you don't like.
0: (laughs) (laughs) I don't think I just fit in. (laughs) (laughs)
1: That's so funny. Uh, That was five minutes of Wes trying to explain that he wasn't racist. (laughs) But um, Now, it's interesting. When I traveled the country a little bit, um, when I traveled to Indiana, um, you see Mexicans there? But not as many. Yeah. Um, When you travel to the south, you don't see that many Mexicans, um, and where you would expect to see them, you don't see them. Like you see black people. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Uh, And that's you know that's uh, we can get into that, but um, yeah, it's uh, it's interesting part of the country for sure.
0: Yeah, for sure. And I don't know. I mean, I enjoyed a lot of it. It was definitely eye opening to seeing like the the south segregation. You know, like i guess it happens here too obviously you have compton you have east la you have fucking you know studio city where all the Mm -hmm. white people are but even then we still mix a lot and out there it's like very like uh, i remember my neighbor saying this and and very ignorant of him but he was like oh yeah you don't go to southwest atlanta Oh, and by the way i was living in a white neighborhood I didn't know mm-hmm. I just mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> You don't say <laughs> Well I didn't know shit about Atlanta I found a room and I was like great And then I got there and I was the only person of color In the entire complex uh, And were you uh, watched constantly <laughs> <laughs> I mean yeah And so like yeah they were like Oh yeah you don't go to Southwest Atlanta Like uh, black people hang out or that's where black people Live and I was like What the fuck <laughs> <laughs> Later on I learned like Yes it's racist but also it's very fucking ignorant. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like it's ignorance as much as it is racism. I don't think not sympathizing with this guy, but I don't think he meant it in like, Oh, you don't want to hang out with black people. It's just like, he was raised that way. Mm-hmm. And so he's just very ignorant to that. So yeah. with that said, then I ended up going on purpose just because I was like, well, I want to see what it's like. And the food was fucking amazing. I
2: was just going to say,
1: that's where all the good food's from. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> exactly. <laughs>
0: uh, but anyway, uh, I don't know how we... Oh, because of like moving around. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so yeah. How about you, man? How were your last two weeks?
1: Uh, I'm going to ruin your last two weeks because I'm going to tell you that I lost uh, 15 pounds and I had an amazing two weeks.
0: Damn, really? No. no. <laughs> but I just wanted to... You're very straight fucking... Forward, like, I, yeah, I, I just was wanted like, it
1: to make you feel terrible <laughs> for just a split second. Right? I was like, what? Like, you had a bad week. You had a bad week and I'm going to make it worse. I'm going to go on a hike feel... right now. <laughs> no, I didn't have a great week either. Uh, a great two weeks. Um, yeah. uh, I'm glad that we suspended the rules because otherwise... <laughs> because otherwise I'd be, you know, deep into <laughs> my pockets and my mortgages do. Um, so it was a busy two weeks, um, a lot going on. Uh, my aunt and uncle. So speaking of people traveling, right, my aunt and uncle were here almost exactly a month. Yeah. Right. And I felt bad for that because because I, I just exactly what we were talking about. They were here. they were away from their home. Yeah. And not just their home, but like their their kids and their grandkids. Um, and I felt like, I felt like three weeks would have been good. Like, I felt like they got a little bit restless. And then that last week was just like, Oh God, I yeah. can't get here f- fast enough. And yeah. you know, they love being here. We love having them here. I mean, it's, it's great, but it's, it's always good to let them go home because you know, that's, that's home is home. Yeah. Um, so a lot of kind of activities surrounding their like leaving, right. They, they, uh, they don't come a lot. So we get, you know, we get a lot of family coming through the house to, yeah. to, to see them. A lot of meals, right? A lot of good, delicious <laughs> meals. But I'm glad, to, in that respect, I'm really glad to see them gone because there's no more handmade tortillas tempting oh, me at home, fuck. and there's no more, uh, Jesus, you know, like recipes that are just like that only come out when like when special they're there. occasions. Yeah. yeah. So, uh, it's uh, I'm glad they're home. I'm glad they're safe. I'm <laughs> glad they had a good time. But I'm glad they're not in my house anymore, so I can get back on, <laughs> yeah. on, on point. Um, I didn't. Um, I worked out really hard week one that mm-hmm. we were gone, and then this last week it was a little bit less. Um, uh, not much activity in terms of of that. I've been really busy trying to keep up with work. Um, you know, I'm, yeah. you know, I, I'm a I'm a struggling entrepreneur, and so money money comes in waves for me. So right now we're on a on a low on a low end, yeah. right? <laughs> and so my mortgage is due. I was talking to you this about a couple a couple hours ago. Yeah. and I um i just been trying to be, do as much as I can to stay busy, but there's been a lot of, of uh, poor decisions in, along the way. Yeah. Um, so um, you didn't weigh in, right? You said this morning? Oh, yeah.
0: I forgot to say that. I didn't weigh in because, uh, just real quick, uh, I honestly forgot. I, I, I woke up with cotton mouth and just woke up like super thirsty. Mm-hmm. So the first thing I did was wash my mouth and, <laughs> and like just hopefully felt a little refreshed. And then I slammed, like, four glasses of water, and then I went in and made coffee, and then I was like, oh, shit, I forgot Mm -hmm. to weigh myself. Yeah.
1: (laughs) Yeah. Um, I would say that the the best thing that I did the last two weeks in terms of exercise was um, uh, I went hiking with my brother again uh, last weekend. Oh, nice. Missed this weekend, but... um, we're getting on a regular schedule and we've got like the great thing about I've said it before my brother, he's like one of those guys that says, okay, this week, we did this this week. So now we got to push ourselves this next one. Right. Mm, yeah. And like I said, I, I wouldn't do that normally. I would be like, okay, let me get this, let me get this, this down. route down until I can do it like blindfolded and then we'll, we'll move ahead. So he kind of pushes me and that's kind of a good thing. But yeah. anyways, I gained like 6.2 pounds over the last two weeks. Oh shit. Yeah.
0: Big. Wow.
1: Uh, so I don't know if that's just from, uh, you know, a little bit of carrying of water, but are um, you proud of yourself, fatty? You want weigh in right now? You want? How about you step on that on that scale right now, turd? <laughs> no, I'm not. Thank you very much, Mister. I went to Mexico and ate like a million tacos. <laughs>
0: I'm pretty sure I gained like 10 pounds. Let's find out. Scale's right there. <laughs> oh man. Yeah.
1: No, I don't feel proud of myself. I feel terrible. Um,
0: you know, LeBron is working out probably as we speak.
1: You know, they pay LeBron $153 million <laughs> to do that. <laughs>
2: a million dollars a game, basically.
1: Oh, uh, shit. It's a good uh, thing I'm not on the Lakers. <laughs>
0: no, but uh, damn. Okay, so 6.2. Yeah. That's a bummer, man.
1: Yeah, it is. Yeah. So, I, I feel like... The worst part is having to get on this microphone and admit it, yeah. right? And then having to, uh, you know, people, you know, a couple of our friends listened to the podcast and they were like, hey, so what's up with the episode, right? And I'm like, ah, you know, we're a turds and we have, to, you know, so yeah. they, look at, they look forward to hearing it and, you know, at least they do. I don't yeah. know about the rest of the people that are sure. listening, but... um Uh, It feels terrible to be able to come in And you know week after week we say hey you know Get get off your ass you know do do, Make the right good decisions and then when you don't Come in so we're kind of hypocrites in a way Um but we're also human beings Um that's a that's not a good excuse It's just an explanation I guess Um and so when we Got together we said hey and we kind of talked about This last week yeah we should have put it in action A couple weeks ago but um This is kind of a reboot Show yeah yeah Um, for sure So you know we've said it before we'll say it again is that if you're as long as you keep pushing forward you keep trying to you keep trying you're not giving up um is all that matters because the alternative is just you, you do nothing and you just continue to be uh continue to gain weight you continue to live a lifestyle that you're not comfortable with you uh, you know right now yeah. my my pants feel a little tight <laughs> yeah <laughs> I, yeah mine and I, too. and it was funny because i was like tempted not to put them on and put something <laughs> else that's bigger on but i was like nope you need that gotta constant pressure. That. Yeah. you got to deal with it now. You're gonna, you're gonna have, you're yeah. gonna, ha- you're gonna have a, um, a red mark across your waist. <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, I will say that, uh, you know, just having having been on a consistent health kick for the last five or six months, and then, like I said, in the last three or four weeks, it's kind of gone downhill. I will say that there is something about like feeling like. Uh, the difference, and, and I recognize that where I'm like, oh, man, like, I'm ready to get back on it. Um, I'm just kind of – I l- physically feel tired, but I'm also just tired of, like, treating my body like shit, especially after the last 10 days of, like, literally straight drinking. And it wasn't, like I said, like, blackout every day, but yeah. it takes a toll on your body. And so, yeah, man, but I wanted to add to what you were saying earlier. Like, I think one thing to that is really important to recognize – And it's not an excuse, but it's a reality is that we are human. And that's what this podcast is about is, you know, we uh, we didn't say it today, but it's about two average Joes and shit happens. And I'm sure that happens to everyone, including, you know, my fucking nemesis, Joe Rogan. (laughs) No, but he does talk about that, too. He's like, oh, I'll treat myself to fucking a pint of ice cream and a glass of wine and fucking pasta. And I think we just got to learn to control that, uh, meaning that like, with purpose we cheat rather than being like, oh fuck, fall off the wagon and then be like, fuck it, you know.
1: Yeah, it's the it's like one of those things though. Like you have to build up the credit, right? Exactly, right? because you have to work really hard so that so that when that opportunity presents itself, you don't feel so that you can actually indulge, indulge and enjoy yeah. those moments. Yeah. Because when I indulge and enjoy those moments right now, it's just like oh good job fatty doing it again huh <laughs> look at you
0: and then it turns into an entire day and then a weekend a weekend a week a i lifetime. get that i get that <laughs> yeah no i get that but i just want to point that out and again it's not an excuse it's not me being like well you know mm-hmm. like we're humans so we're gonna fuck up. yeah you know but that is true though we we are human and we are gonna fuck up and that's that's you could say that about anyone yeah you know what i mean like literally everyone fucks up so the idea is that like for me this podcast has always been about uh overcoming those uh problems or challenges Mm -hmm. like the first five months where we were like on a roll and like we might have had one or two weeks where we fucked up like that's I hate to say it, but that's, that's not, that's not going to be forever. Like we're always going to have ups and downs and there's always, that's just bound to happen. It's bound to happen that you're going to have a bad week, whether it be that be influenced by food, but by also maybe a family issue. You get fired from your job, you get a demotion, you, you know what I mean? Or shit, shit's gonna happen. And so it's a matter of how you recover from that or how strong you are to move past that. And, And that's what it's been about. For me, this whole podcast is to hopefully share that story because I think speaking for myself and I think people who are out there, you know, seeing these like Instagram celebrities or like, you know, uh, fitness instructors, you know, people like Thomas DeLauer or like people who like that's what they do for a living. Of course, they have a perfect, quote unquote, perfect life because that's all they have to do for a living. You and I have to actually work. You know what I mean? Um, not to take credit away from those people because they've worked towards that and they've earned it. But, you know, uh, for the yeah. rest of us, it's like, hey, man, like you and I don't, but it's maybe one or two of our listeners, they might have two kids and a job. And, mm-hmm. you know, they got to take their kids to soccer practice on fucking Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday night. Yeah. And they have to work a full day. And so it's like,
2: yeah.
1: Yeah, you're right. But there's also people that. That do that All of that same stuff And they don't have A weight problem Sure somehow manage to You know Without the the fame And the money And the trainers And the chefs And the cooks And the nutritionists They figure it They figured out How to do it Without being big fat turds Yeah Right
0: (laughs) (laughs) Well I think There's several components To that Like I I don't think It's Mm -hmm. There's a difference Between a weight problem And a health problem Yeah You know Uh, Just because You're not overweight Doesn't mean you're not healthy You know or you're healthy. I'm
1: I'm, yeah. I mean, yeah. But you know, still there's, there's, there's people out there that still get it in, right? They sure. Yeah. So, yeah. And that's fair.
2: That's completely fair. fair.
1: Um, um, but yeah, man, I, I think so. What I want to, so let me just take a second to shout somebody out. My buddy, Josh, we've talked about him briefly before. Um, he sent me a message. He was one of those guys that checked in with me to say, Hey, where the fuck's the episode? Right. (laughs) Right. Um, (laughs) And he told me that he, but from listening to the show, it motivated him to start lifting weights again. Oh, nice. And so my buddy, Josh is amazing guy, right? Love him. Um, me and him, uh, went to Berkeley together. We ended up in the same hallway. We were, we're both slightly older than most of the students. And we both had kind of like a similar story on how we got there Mm. in a way. And he's just one of those guys I've always kept in touch with. Uh, I admire him a lot. And you know, he's a brother. Um, so when he he's like one of these guys that has hobbies and he when he gets into it he just goes full board so the fact that he started lifting weights means that he converted his garage probably into a gym (laughs) right (laughs) yeah so um and so he's he's lifting he's lifting that iron again um and so i i fully expect that within like the next six months i'll I'll probably get pictures of him like all (laughs) up, right um and so but he said that that listening to this conversation helped him kind of inspire that so I feel great about that yeah. because maybe that would have happened anyways, but maybe it wouldn't have. Yeah. Um, you know, he's not a guy that's typically dealt with weight issues, but he, he has gained a few pounds and it's, it bothers him, right? So, yeah. you know, we've said before, whatever it is that your goal is, if you feel like you need to lose weight, it doesn't matter how much it is or how little or how much. It, it's how you p- feel about it personally. So I want to apologize to him because when I, I feel like when I don't um, – when I, when I come in here and I don't produce that, I, um, uh, I'm letting a guy like that down because, yeah. um, I, uh, I really, really should, we we're trying to be the examples. Um, but, um, yeah, I've done a poor job at that. So, um, I want to own that and say, uh, apologize to the listenership for it. And I'm going to try to be a better version of myself. Like we keep saying.
0: Yeah. Um, I'm glad you said that because I think you're a turd too. So. Oh
1: well, get in line. <laughs> <laughs> it takes one to know one.
0: Oh <laughs> uh, man, no, but uh, yeah, man, that's that's a great story. I'm glad we uh, we definitely got him excited about it again. And
1: yeah, I yeah. also want to shout out my attorney friend who continues to eat donuts every day, getting fatter by the moment. Oh <laughs> uh, uh, man, but I bet
0: those donuts are good. Oh, yeah, I'm a little <laughs> Dallas to be honest. He's living the good life.
1: He's an attorney. He's got good good salary, and yeah. he's, you know he probably eats eats really wood and has lots of wine. And
0: Damn, lucky. Yeah. No, um, no, that's that's cool, man. That's exciting, though. I'm I'm glad to hear that about Josh. Um, yeah, cool.
1: Uh, so, um, you got anything else for this? No,
0: I think I'm set as far as the actual
1: my week. Or check in. Oh I did want to start. mention one last thing. What's um so on Saturday, just to wrap up my week, on Saturday I uh was confronted uh, by uh, I, I actually had to do real work again. Yeah. I went to help out my cousin in his landscaping business yeah. again. I was putting helping him put in a drip system. And uh you know um when confronted by work hard work uh hard work won again. It just kicked my ass again. <laughs> I'm tired. Like earlier, you were like, "Should we go on a hike?" And I was like, um, "That's not happening today. I hurt everywhere."
0: Oh man, <laughs>
1: work is uh, work has got me. Hard work gets me every time. <laughs> Just like oh, man. it was like one of those things, right? Like it's uh, that's why, like when you work out in the gym, yeah, you said it before. You you you're like, okay, I'm gonna do an hour of this and maybe an hour of that, right. But when you're stuck at a job, you're like, "We're not going home until this is done." You're like, you're diving in the bushes yeah. trying to get stuff done. Like, all right, whatever, rattlesnake. Yeah, whatever. Get out of my way, rattlesnake. You're you're in between me and my you know being home and being in my bed.
0: Fuck, man. Um. Well, cool. What else you got?
1: Um. So I want to introduce a new thing. We we talked about kind of bringing in articles early on in the podcast, and this one was uh probably as relevant as any of them could be. Um, So this week um, There was a article on Time Magazine about how The US has surpassed Mexico For Mm. the fattest country in the world Damn Per capita Um, So let me read you some statistics here From a couple of articles that I pulled up So the first one I have is from Men's Journal Mm -hmm. Right Fine publication Yeah. Uh, So it says that the United States is home to 13% of the world's fat population, the largest percentage of any country in the world, according to a new study published by The Lancet. So actually, around thirty percent of our population is uh, overweight or considered technically obese. Damn. So good job, good job, <laughs> you. you. I feel like it's contagious. <laughs> you used to be skinny, and now you're a big fat. <laughs> I'm I'm a Most part of the problem. <laughs> I'm
0: a part of the problem for sure. Yeah,
1: good 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 job pushing that pushing uh pushing that number up to the back. I mean, uh, so let me read off a couple more things here. Um, this is actually from Time Magazine. Pulling this up here, um, it says. Obesity is a major health problem. Obviously, uh, it's a seg- seg- second leading cause of preventable death after cigarette smoking oh in God. the U.S. and costs the U.S. population thousands of dollars per year in everything from medical bills, grocery bills, and lost wages. Um, as noted yesterday, um, women particularly pay a hefty economic cost on the account of discrimination in the workplace because, on a whole, they're paid less, and when they're uh, paid less than their thinner peers. Obese men, incidentally, don't suffer the same wage discrimination. <laughs> so go oh, figure. Uh, you know it's interesting that they say that because I feel like sometimes I feel like when I when I have to interview for jobs I'm like ah oh, they they they're looking at this big fat guy they don't <laughs> want to hire. Uh, <laughs> I wouldn't hire me. <laughs>
0: well, wasn't uh, being fat, you know, back in the you know maybe 500 years ago, wasn't that kind of a compliment because it means you had enough resources to eat or like. Enough yeah. means to like
1: when everybody wasn't eating at all. Right, you were a big fat guy. You were like, "Oh, that guy must be rich." Yeah, exactly. But I can tell you, I'm not rich. <laughs> I'm very fat.
0: <laughs> Same here. Oh uh, man, that's yeah. that's really uh, interesting and uh, really it's shitty on both ends because a I'm <laughs> I got the best or the worst of both worlds, I guess if you if you want to put it that way. So I'm from Mexico, grew up there. And now I live in the U.S., so the two fattest countries, I, I yeah. I'm contributing, and being contributed to for <laughs> both things.
1: You know, it surprised me that Mexico was number two because I don't think I've ever met. I've only I haven't spent that much time in Mexico, but usually people are pretty slim there. Yeah, matter of fact, when they come here, they usually gain twenty to thirty pounds just because the diet's so dramatically different. Like you, yeah, like. From where my family from is they're used to having a small meal in the morning and then kind of a big meal. Yeah. And then they have like a small dinner, right?
0: Yeah. I mean, who knows? It might be like a big city thing, Mm -hmm. you know, where like maybe the big cities, you know, those are the ones with the fast food restaurants, which is all probably cost by the U.S. anyway. Mm -hmm. McDonald's and Burger King and KFC, all that shit is in Mexico City. Um, And they're thriving businesses. So, yeah, it might be that too.
1: You know... Uh oh there's this other part I want to continue um just so I can uh kind of put this article away is that it's such a problem right um that that a um one sorry um Thomas Friedman from the New York Times suggested Americans' fatness is even affecting the country's um international image right so we're yeah you know we're now being considered like like the way we would say um Like Kenyans, runners, yeah, right, yeah, because they win all the all the marathons. Yeah, Um, we're being portrayed like in movies and in commercials and things in China as in I quote, China portrays Americans as slow and incapable because of too many hamburgers. (laughs) 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 So, I'm glad that we have a podcast about this in a way because I feel like we can turn we can turn the tide. It may be yeah may take a long time, but.
0: Yeah, that's, uh, that's rough, man. That sucks. The fat um, Americans. Well, also there is, uh, but, but we are, that's interesting. Cause like we've just taken first place in the fattest country, but also this whole health conscious thing is starting to become a thing. And like, uh, I guess people are being more health conscious. So how is it maybe just that people are being more health conscious in like the big cities? And I don't, know. I don't, I mean, this is all just me thinking out loud. I'm not saying that that's the case, but, uh, there are, you know, studies that show that people are becoming more health conscious, but then this is saying the opposite. So I don't I know. I think
1: what it, I think it's this, the situation where you get a lot of people like us where we're health conscious, but we're still fat. We're still big fat guys. Right. Um, and then we, you know, we're struggling to overcome our, our, uh, our own demons inside to mm-hmm. stop, you know, treating ourselves badly and at the same time so there's like this dichotomy in our heads that says, mm. Okay, I wanna I wanna be healthy, but I have these really bad habits. Yeah. That I can't uh seem to get myself over. Yeah. Right? I, I'm, I'm the one in my way. Yeah. Um so it's almost like a like the tail eating its the the snake eating its tail, right? Like yeah. you're you're you feel unhealthy, so you become health conscious, but you keep reverting back and it's like this really bad cycle right also
0: where is the scale of being health conscious because when you think about it like you go you walk into a conventional grocery store like ralph's here in southern california it's like a regular yeah kroger a regular grocery store i don't know the numbers but i'd be willing to say that about 90 to 95 percent of the food or items or products that are in there are pretty unhealthy for you. Yeah. I, I'd be willing to bet that 90% of the quote-unquote juices are all fucking concentrate with, like, a shit ton of sugar. Mm-hmm. I think the only healthy parts are literally, like, the the, the meat department and the produce.
1: Yeah, so <laughs> um, for those of you who don't work in retail um, yeah. as a supplier, um, for the when you're in that kind of business any kind of business that involves selling product inside of a grocery store mm-hmm. you're trained to know that when you walk into a store that the stores are trying to direct you into a certain flow right right they're trying to direct you so when you walk into a store you're going to notice that they kind of block the exit so you they yeah. really don't want you walking in backwards mm-hmm. because they've planned out every every inch of that store and yeah. they want you to walk it in, in a certain way so that so that they have the maximum opportunity for you to impulse buy whatever it is they're trying to sell to right. you, right? So that's why when you walk in, so for example, years ago they don't do it anymore, but Food for Less used to actually make you walk through a maze, kind they of like did. IKEA, right? I remember, yeah. Um, and I think it turned a lot shit of people. Shit's on
0: displays that just well, you had to walk through, right? And so it's buy. all
1: designed to um make you um you know, cause you go in there with a shopping list or an idea of what you wanted to buy, yeah. And you're like, oh, those chips, those Tostitos yeah. look delicious. Oh, oh if, I got, on to, if yeah. I got Tostitos, I need, I need dip. Mm-hmm. And if I get dip, now I've got chips and I'm going to get drink. I'm going to get thirsty. Oh, look, Coke's on sale. Yeah. Exactly. Right. <laughs> that's exactly the mindset that that's exactly why like when you walk into most stores, milk and dairy products, but especially milk are going to be at the farthest, farthest location from the door. And it's all because they want you to walk past all that other stuff. Especially like cookies and confections and breads mm-hmm. because they know those are things that get paired together, right? Yeah. So, um, but typically, the things that are on the exterior of the store, so around, so if you imagine a store, a, a big square, right, mm-hmm. uh, along the along the ring, um, on the exterior walls, is all the freshest, most healthiest food. Yeah. So you're, that's why when you walk in, you'll typically walk into some sort of produce section first. Yeah. Right? And then you'll f- you know you'll f- you'll find dairy on the out- exterior the meat department's usually on the exterior, and then on the other side they usually have um well bakery. usually have a bakery that's not yeah. so good for you yeah, but the reason that those the other reason is is because those are the most perishable foods mm-hmm. right so they need to be able to move them in and out without yeah. having to disturb the rest of the rack and so West knows this I'm just telling I'm just kind of filling those right, right, in yeah. so you could really get by without shopping the middle of the store oh, almost yeah. entirely for sure Because um, that's where most of the bad sugary mm-hmm. um Stuff that's not good for you is is yeah. kept, right? Yeah. So, you know, consider that next time you're at a grocery store. Pay attention to the way the store is set up because you'll you'll probably notice that all the all the healthiest food is on the edges.
0: Yeah, exactly. Just shop along the outside. As a matter of fact, I try not to go into the lanes for that reason. Oh, do you? Or do, into you actively, the yeah.
1: do you actively do that? Yeah, because
0: yeah. I I'm an impulse buyer, and that that doesn't just go for food. That goes for just about anything, like. Mm-hmm. I tend to buy on impulse, and and I just you know I'm like oh shit yeah I could use that boom you right. know um, so
1: yeah another little inside inside biz, insider business is that when you look at when you look at a display so for example when you walk through a store and you see like a stack of something on the aisles mm-hmm. um, that stuff is usually there um, because the store is making money on it they're yeah. making a lot of profit on it versus something else versus like you know you might have like for example two two brands of say dip right, right. T- for chips yeah uh, the one that's on the ground that's going to interrupt your your flow is that's going to make money the stuff that's on the end caps on the big t- on the ends of this sp- of uh, aisles mm-hmm. that's that's also uh, designed to uh, to catch your attention and to because they want to sell as much of that stuff as possible because they they maybe got a deal on it or whatever yeah. reason and you'll also notice just probably too much information is like on a month Like, uh, at the beginning of months, they'll they'll have the stuff that's, like, under $2 on Mm -hmm. the end caps, Mm -hmm. and in the middle of the month, they'll decrease the the value because people are paying rent, they're paying their mortgages, et cetera. But anyways probably too much information for this (laughs) this topic and probably really boring but um but just get to back to the to the article here is that um you know this is a really sad state of affairs especially because a lot of these a lot of these uh people that they're counting are kids Mm -hmm. you know kids are or they're they're quoting something like 20 percent of kids are are obese oh jesus and i wasn't i was i was a chubby kid when i was coming up but i was i i was um I was kind of alone there, right? Yeah. I was I was kind of an outlier. There was a couple other chubby kids, but you know, maybe one percent of us were were big, and mm-hmm. it's a big shift. A yeah, twenty
0: percent is huge in comparison to one percent. Yeah. You know? Um. Yeah, that's that's interesting, man. I I do uh I do remember when I moved from Mexico to the U.S. how different the food was and mm-hmm. how. Honestly, I first thought how disgusting it was. Really? Yeah, one of my... Like in what way? Well, one of my most vivid memories of thinking like I can't believe this is what people are consuming was the orange juice, the frozen orange juice that you put, like it's it comes in a tube. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Concentrated. Concentrated, yeah. but it's frozen and you like sure. open it and then you put it in a thing and you add water and there's your orange juice. And I was like in Mexico, just about in every corner, there was like a guy or a girl uh or gal putting like making fresh orange juice and Uh like that's what orange juice was and it tasted like oranges and it was delicious and it had pulp Mm -hmm. but it was natural and then you get to the u.s and you could buy non-pulp you can buy with pulp you can buy with with medium pulp and it's frozen and it tastes like shit you know And, Mm -hmm. and that was one of my memories when i was just like oh man and and then also the tortillas dude they're you know out there in mexico they have tortillerias, so they're like yeah. shops where that's all they make, fresh, every day. They yeah. don't store them. So, like, they calculate how much they sell, and they're like, okay, we're going to make this every mm-hmm. day.
1: They sell them hot.
0: Yeah, by 2 o'clock, they're closed, they're done.
1: You yeah, know? and by the way, and, and I think the big thing is they don't put any preservatives no, in them. No, it's fresh. So, those tortillas are shot by, like, midday. You got to buy more. Exactly. Right? So, you got to kind of know how many you're going to eat.
0: Exactly, and they're made from just pure corn. Like you know, mm-hmm. it's not you know, there's there's not like uh, like a mix of different grains. I, I mean, granted, it's all corn ideally here in the U.S., but the, it's a different. There's quality a lot of, of preservatives, corn. right? Yeah, because exactly.
1: at, at my mom's house, they the, you know tortillas live on the counter. Right? Yeah, they don't. They yeah. rarely go into the fridge, right? Unless she buys too many and then she's worried about them. But exactly, they don't typically last long enough to go bad. But they <laughs> they sit out. Right, like you can't do that with with any it has to have something to keep them fresh
0: yeah exactly so yeah it's a lot of that man and like there is a lot of trash to be eaten in mexico don't get me wrong i'm not saying that we're perfect i mean there's like tortas milanesa which is (laughs) like you know a shit ton of bread and then breaded uh steak so it's like yeah yeah we have that too by all means but yeah i think you know for the most part like it was just kind of a big difference on like what people consume up here versus like what we consumed and like also we were poor when i moved to the us and uh and so we ate a lot of like uh uh what is that called the top ramen mm-hmm. uh fidel? yeah fidel. the stuff yeah. that comes in that uh can and then the in the plastic cup or yeah. foam cup and you just add water and fucking microwave it and and in retrospect, like yeah, it was good, it was delicious, but that's how it was engineered. It was mm-hmm. engineered to taste like chicken, but there was nothing chicken yeah. about it. <laughs> you know <laughs> what I mean? And so, chicken dust. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and so, in retrospect, I actually I don't want to get quoted here because I don't have the exact information, but I recently found out that like that is single handedly the worst food you can have because it has zero nutrients. Like couple top ramen, yeah.
1: Oh yeah that stuff's terrible plus it has tons of sodium in it yeah exactly but it gets so many college students through the for sure i mean it definitely does when you're in your young 20s yeah you ain't got a lot lot of money hey it's uh my my roommate in in, uh one of my roommates in college he he ran out of money a couple months short and so he was killing that top ramens and tapatio like crazy yeah well i mean and uh, i was a little jealous i was like (laughs) I have I have I still have money in my food account. <laughs> <laughs> well
0: it's four for a dollar. I mean shit.
1: Can't yeah. beat that. Can't really, yeah. I mean, you know, versus starving, I guess it's a good yeah. option. So yeah, exactly. um but yeah, so I mean the condition of things though you know, if you're listening and, and I and I hope you'll continue to I hope you won't get frustrated with us and leave us and and uh fat shame us forever. But um <laughs> Listen, we're we're getting ready to reboot. We're recommitting ourselves to this process. If you've if you've fallen off that wagon and you're ready to get back on, get it back on with us because, you know, we're gonna get there eventually. We got another six months in this school, yeah. five months ish, yeah. to uh to turn things around and to have a a good year. Because I think that at the end of the day, it's all about consistency, right? Mm-hmm. You know, you're gonna have bad bad. Uh, moments in time and you're going to have gr- good moments in time. But as long as you have more good than bad, I think that's all that matters. And at the end of the year, if we're standing here, you and I West, uh, much lighter than we were when we, we were on December 31st, 2016, uh, 2017, 20. sorry. Um, that's going to be a real positive. Yeah. Right. For and sure. so that's a lot of time, right? When you think about it, when you think about how much time has passed, just, from us doing this, right? This is episode twenty-nine. Um, we got a lot of time. We have a lot of opportunity in front of us, and it's up yeah. to us to 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 snatch it and to be able to say, "I'm going to make the best out of this last six five months of the of this year." Mm-hmm. On December thirty first, I want to be um, uh, feeling great about myself. I don't want to be right. sitting here on podcasting about how oh, I was, you know, had a terrible year and. Yeah. I want to talk I want to be able to say you know what there was a goal we we didn't we didn't snatch it we didn't go and grab it by June yeah but by December 31st we we accomplished our goals we set out to do something we set out to do something and we did it we fucking went out and got it and um, and we're going to do it again right we're going to keep just keep going and but that starts now that yeah. has to start now and I don't think we'll be perfect, but we're going to be pretty damn good. And, um, and that's the commitment I'm making.
0: Yeah. Same here, man. I think it's the perfect time in my opinion, because we're today's July 15th. This will probably come out, uh, July 16th, but that's a solid two weeks, uh, to ramp up and really, uh, utilize, you know, the rest of, uh, you know, August and September, October, November, December to like, actually like do some damage. I know for me, and my body, in the past, when I've lost weight, usually the first two to three weeks, my body's just kind of like fixing itself, and it's I'm not really losing a ton of weight. Like I am losing weight, but it feels more like water weight, and just kind of like getting my body back situated. And then after those second, those two or three weeks, it feels like it's no longer just inflammation or water weight. It feels like it's actually weight coming off. Yeah. So, um, so I think this is a perfect opportunity to give ourselves two weeks to ramp up towards that yeah you know? I mean yeah. I'm, I drank so much fucking alcohol I could it would have killed a fucking caribou man and, <laughs> <laughs> and, so, and so I think my body's gonna need a week to even just like get rid of the toxins you know yeah. what I mean um, that might not be true it might be three days or whatever but mm-hmm. yeah so I think uh, a lot of like uh healing my body if you will just so that it can actually start to lose weight you know yeah. or burn fat
1: yeah so let's get let's get let's uh Let's get on it. Let's uh, commit to the, not just the good eating, but the activity. Yeah. Right. Um, we've been doing the steps challenge for a long time and we decided, what did we decide on the steps challenge?
0: I think we're going to reinvent uh, or like revamp something. I don't know that yeah. steps is, is there for us anymore. At least for me, it's, it's not as exciting as it used to be. Um, think we should figure something else out
1: yeah i like doing it because it's such a measurable metric yeah but it just didn't get, it just isn't competitive it doesn't feel competitive anymore yeah the, when it was fun it was when we first started and we were like you know there's you know there's still <laughs> and there's something on the line every week but um <laughs> well and it just also didn't, it just it just became like eh, yeah i lost wood no big deal
0: yeah i feel like it should be something towards working out and i don't know how we can measure that because at least speaking for myself man like i started And this might have been me just trying to, like, be in denial by all all means, but, like, it started to be more detrimental than helpful because I was like, I could spend 30 minutes doing kettlebell swings and squats, or I could use that time to go on a walk. And, like, both are good, don't get me wrong, but most effective probably would be kettlebell swings and squats, and so... I don't have a ton of time. So then I got to like negotiate that because I'm not going to let you kick my ass. <laughs> so then I got to, you know, so, so uh, to a degree, it, it got a little detrimental where I was like, oh shit, I could have used that time to like, you know, do kettlebell swings or whatever. So maybe I mean, we could do
1: something around that. We both have kettlebells. Yeah. Right? yeah okay. We could yeah. Do it almost anywhere. Oh, well, not anywhere. And we can both can do squats. Do squats. Yeah. I've yeah. been talking about squats. <laughs> squats are terrible (laughs) well you know squats are okay lunges are 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 the devils
0: those are the ones that kill dude the lunges squats too after you've done a few you're like oh fuck all right (laughs) but lunges yeah they they definitely get yeah well let's figure something out around that yeah that we can both do and then and then yeah we'll go from there
1: okay so i think this is a good spot uh Stopping point. Yeah, man, um, for sure. So uh, again, thanks for everybody who's listening consistently. If you're brand new to the podcast, don't be turned away by our our whininess. <laughs> um, we, you know, we we want to deliver a good product every time. We really care um, about this project, and if you're on the path with us, we really care about you. We wish we could uh, we could reach out and talk to each and every one of you. And so, just make the commitment. Write down your goals, and uh, let's let's move forward.
0: Oh, yeah. Definitely uh, don't have anything to add other than that. Have a great week, and uh, we will catch you next Sunday. Yes. For sure. All no right, y'all. No
1: exceptions. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Thanks for listening to the TWL podcast, aka the Today Will Live podcast. I am Wes Martinez, and I'm Drew Garcia. Have a good week.